Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Hey, everybody. Hey, Julie. Uh Uh-oh. Why do I sense a joke coming on? What, Matt? Why did Jesus ask for lots of paint and brushes? Uh, I don't know, Matt. Why did he? (laughs) Because of all the art in heaven. (laughs) Get it? art in heaven. (laughs) Okay, that was funny. So what are we talking about today, Julie? Well, today is our last episode of this special season about prayer. And today we're going to talk about one more type of prayer. But before we introduce it, let's take a minute to remember what we've learned so far about prayer this season. Sounds good. Let's rewind and start with the big question of who we pray to. We pray to God who exists or lives as three persons in one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We call this the Trinity, and it shapes how we pray. Because God is three in one, we pray to God the Father, through God the Son, by God the Holy Spirit. Now, this may sound confusing, but remember, if you ever ended a prayer with, in Jesus' name, that's what you're doing. Next, we learned how to pray by looking at the model of prayer, or the Lord's Prayer, that Jesus prayed in Matthew chapter 6. And don't worry, we're going to sing our Lord's Prayer song again at the end of this episode. I hope you've already learned it. Finally, we've learned that there are four different types of prayer. Praise and thanksgiving, lament, confession and repentance, and requests. And last episode, we looked at prayers of confession and repentance. Do you remember what confession and repentance looks like? I think so. Confession is telling God the truth about our sin. When we confess, God forgives us. And after we confess our sin, God wants us to turn away from it. That's called repentance. Repentance is turning from your sin to follow Jesus. If you're listening at home, let's try something fun. Stand up and practice turning around with a hop on the count of three. That's what repentance is, turning away from sin. One, two, three, hop and turning towards Jesus. So good. And this gets me excited and ready to talk about the fourth type of prayer. We call them prayers of request. Let's say request together. One, two, three, request. Request. Awesome. A request is asking God to do or give something. Like, uh, I really want this new electric scooter. Or, can you please keep my little brother from bothering me? Good ones, Matt. I wonder what kinds of things we can ask for. Are there things that are off limits? 
If only there was someone who could help us. There is. I know. Let's ask our good friend, the theologian. I bet he would know. Great idea. Let's say theologian together. Theologian. Um, did someone say theologian? Hey, it's our good friend Theo. Welcome to the show, Theo. Uh, thanks for having me, Julie and Matt. How can I help? Theo, today we are talking about prayers of request, and we were wondering if there are any requests that are off limits. Like, are there things that we shouldn't ask from God? Yeah, like, can I ask God to turn my neighbor's annoying barking dog into a beautiful singing unicorn? Wow, that's definitely one I've never heard before. Yeah, I wish I had thought of that. A singing unicorn? Brilliant. That's a great question, Julian Matt. Let's see if we can get you an answer. First, it's good to remember what a prayer of request is. A request is asking God to do or give something. Hmm, that's pretty simple. I, I think I can remember that one. And the Bible tells us that as God's children, we can and should pray about everything. But before you go praying about your neighbor's annoying dog, let's remember one thing. Just because we ask for something doesn't automatically mean God will respond the way we want him to. There are plenty of stories in the Bible about people who prayed for something and God's answer was different than what they expected. So maybe the singing unicorn was a little silly and my prayer should be more like, God, give me the opportunity to talk to my neighbors about their dog and how we can work together to keep him from barking so much. Now that sounds like a prayer a lot more in line with how Jesus would have handled the situation. Okay, one more question, Theo. Now, we've been talking a lot about the Lord's Prayer this season, and I was wondering if there's anything we could learn about prayers of request from it. Actually, there is something we can learn from the Lord's Prayer about requests. Do you remember the line, give us this day our daily bread? Oh, I do. Every time I hear it, I get super hungry. <laughs> well, daily bread, what does that mean? Is Jesus talking about giving us bread every day? Do you eat only bread every day? No, you probably eat lots of things like cereal, eggs, Pop-Tarts, burgers, Chick-fil-A, spaghetti, broccoli, brownies, and ice cream. Man, are you getting hungry like me? Okay, so why would Jesus ask God for daily bread? I am stumped. Why? Daily bread is another way of saying, give us what we need for today. So... Jesus is asking God to meet his daily needs. Can you think of what those things might be? Yes, things like food, but also air to breathe, clothes to wear, a home to live in, and people in our lives we can love and who can love and care for us. Daily bread. I love it. And I love that God wants us to ask for those things. It, it's like he really wants us to talk with him a lot and it never annoys him if we do. That's right. God wants us to talk with him. He is attentive. He hears and responds to the prayers of his children. Well, thanks so much for joining us and sharing what you know, Theo. Of course. I hope this helps you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible.
our stories, that's right, we get two stories today, come from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. Double story episode. That's awesome. The first story we're going to look at is from the Old Testament, the book of Joshua. You may remember Joshua. He was the right-hand man of Moses, and Moses led the Israelites to follow God out of Egypt and through the wilderness before they could enter the promised land. Joshua took over as the leader of Israel after Moses died. Joshua was a brave warrior who trusted in the promises of God. God told Joshua that he would give Israel victory over the people who lived in the land and he would give them the promised land after all. Remember the story of the city of Jericho and how God made the walls fall down? Yes. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. (laughs) That's it, Matt. That's the one. I think we've got it. So let's keep going. God had shown great power. So now the other groups of people that lived around there were afraid of the God of the Israelites. They didn't want Israel there. One of these groups of people was called the Amorites. On the count of three, can you say Amorites with me? One, two, three. Amorites. Good job. The Amorites were such a large group of people, they had five kings, and all five kings agreed that they wanted to go to war against the Israelites. Oh no, five kings and their armies were coming to fight against Israel? Do you think they were scared? Show me your best scared face. I bet they were scared. But God told Joshua not to be afraid because he would win the battle and that not a single Amorite man would be left. So Joshua and his warriors bravely marched against the Amorites because they knew that God had promised victory. Show me your best brave face. Nice. Now, this was no normal battle. God used some pretty amazing and powerful things to help Israel win this battle, including hail from heaven. But... Before the battle was over, the sun started to go down and the day was ending. Oh no, the day can't end yet. The battle is not over and Joshua can't let the Amorites get away in the dark. What was going to happen? Remember, God promised a victory. Well, Joshua decided to pray a really big prayer. He asked God to make the sun stop setting so his army could finish the battle. I know, crazy. Let's listen to what Joshua prays. We'll do that by getting an even closer look at Joshua's prayer by reading it from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, chapter 10, verses 12 through 13. I'll give you a moment to find it. Joshua 10, verses 12 through 13. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. If you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Joshua chapter 10, verses 12 through 13 says, At that time, Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord God gave the Amorites over to the sons of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Sun, stand still at Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stopped until the nation took vengeance on their enemies. 
did you hear what just happened? Joshua saw that the day was ending and he prayed a request to God that he would make the sun stand still in the sky and not let the moon come out until the battle was over. And did you hear how God answered that prayer? The sun actually stood still and the moon did not come out until the battle was over and Israel had defeated the Amorites. God listened to the prayers of Joshua and he answered his prayer by making the sun and moon stand still. Does that mean that Joshua had power over the sun and the moon? No, only God has power over the sun and the moon. But God had made a promise to defeat the Amorites and help Israel win the battle. He used Joshua's prayer to keep that promise. Our second story is found in the New Testament, the book of Matthew. In Matthew chapter 26, Jesus goes to a garden to pray. It is the day before he will die on the cross and he is sad and sorrowful about it. He is so sad, the only way for him to be comforted is to talk to God about his sadness. So he took a few of his disciples and he went to a garden to pray. If you're at home, open up your Bible to the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 39. Matthew 26, 39. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you, that's okay too. Listen closely. Okay, everyone ready? Matthew 26, 39 says, Then he said to his disciples, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little further, he, Jesus, fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Okay, this is a strange phrase that Jesus uses. Let this cup pass from me. This is a word picture. Now imagine you're holding a cup that is filled with something bitter or nasty, like prune juice. Jesus was using this picture to show us that he will have to suffer. Jesus knew that he would have to suffer. He knew that he would die on a cross and that it would be really hard. So he was asking God that if there was any way that he didn't have to, to let it be. Listen to his prayer one more time. My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Does this remind you of another prayer that Jesus prayed? That's right, the Lord's Prayer. Jesus says, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus taught his followers to trust God and his plan. Jesus prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done. Jesus didn't only teach us to pray like this, he actually prayed this in the garden the night before he died on the cross. Jesus trusted that God's ways are perfect because God is good. He is what is best. Do you know how God answered Jesus' prayer of a quest in the garden? Did God let the cup pass from Jesus? Did God save Jesus from dying on the cross? No, God listened to Jesus' prayer but he did not save Jesus from the cross. Now, did Jesus have the power to save himself from dying on the cross? Yes, Jesus did have the power to do that, but he knew that God is good. He is what is best. So Jesus trusted and obeyed God. God knew that even though it would be hard, it would be best for Jesus to die on the cross so he did not let the cup pass. This was God's good plan. So that's two stories from the Bible about people asking God for something. 
In the first one, Joshua asked for a really big thing. God listened and he answered that prayer with a miracle because it was part of God's plan. And in the second story, Jesus cried out to God and asked him to take away the pain of dying on the cross. God listened to Jesus' prayer and his answer was no. He did not save Jesus from the cross and this was best. So let me ask you once again, the question we asked at the beginning of the lesson. If a request is to ask God to do or give something, how do we know what we can ask God for? Here's the really important answer. When God's children believe that God is good and that God is in charge of everything, we can ask God for anything because we know he will only give us what is good for us and his plan. God is attentive. He hears and responds to his people. Let's end our lesson by practicing a prayer of request together. I'll pray and you repeat after me. Dear God, our Father. Dear God, our Father. We praise and honor you for being loving. We praise and honor you for being loving. We know that you always do what is best. We know that you always do what is best. We thank you for sending Jesus to live, die, and raise from the dead. We thank you for sending Jesus to live, die, and raise from the dead. We know that anyone who loves and trusts Jesus We know that anyone who loves and trusts Jesus will be forgiven of their sins will be forgiven of their sins and brought into God's family and brought into God's family God you tell us to be honest about how we feel God you tell us to be honest about how we feel The world that we live in is sick with sin The world that we live in is sick with sin We feel hurt sadness and confusion we feel hurt, sadness, and confusion. We don't always understand your ways. We don't always understand your ways. But know that we can trust you. But know that we can trust you. Because you are good. Because you are good. Father, we confess that we have sinned. Father, we confess that we have sinned. We ask you to forgive us of that sin. We ask you to forgive us of that sin. Lord, teach us to be more like Jesus. Lord, teach us to be more like Jesus. Help us to turn away from our sin and to follow Jesus. Help us to turn away from sin and to follow Jesus. God, we ask that you provide for us and take care of us. God, we ask that you would provide for us and take care of us. Heal those who are sick and hurting. Heal those who are sick and hurting. Help us learn more about you from your Bible. Help us learn more Amen. about you from the Bible. And help us to obey you. And help us to obey you. Amen. Amen. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, 
there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it five-second fly-through review. Our friend Theo the Theologian is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Theo. All right. I'm going to ask you seven questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, question number one. God wants to talk with us. The primary way God talks with us is through the... Bible. Bible. Question number two. The primary way we talk to God is through... Prayer. Prayer. Question number three. We pray to the... Father. Question number four. We pray through the... Son. Question number five. We pray by the power of the... Holy Spirit. Question number six. True or false? One type of prayer is request. True. Last question. Question number seven. True or false? We can only ask God for certain things. False. We can ask God for anything. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? Well, we hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. Today, write out a prayer of request to God and share it with a friend or family member. As we finish up our time together, let's worship God one more time through our song that reminds us how Jesus taught us to pray. Deliver us. 
Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about Joshua asking God to make the sun stand still, you can turn to Joshua chapter 10 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye.